What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. Vamos. All right, our guest today has some of the illest bars, but if you jump on his IG, you'll see his mask game is flawless. He's a battle Ooh. rapper who's got a whole gang of dope global ciphers with a long list of MCs. He's the CEO and host of Liga Dios Barras, and most importantly, a father of two boys. Let's give it up for Il Mascaras. Blaca, 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 blaca. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> out, party people. What a dope intro. Good looking out. What's happening, y'all? What's good, what's man? Good, what's good? Thanks for joining us, homie. Oh, man. What an honor, man. What an honor. Thank you for having me on the show, bro. Dope. Yo, so, so why don't you break it down for us, man? Where, where you from? How many kids you have? What's the situation? Ooh, Los Angeles, California. Born and raised. Um, I have a beautiful 11 year old boy with my ex, and I have a brand new one and a half uh, year old with my wife. So it's really dope. This big 10 year gap. So I kind of get to see a little bit into the future and <laughs> I get to live some parts that I didn't get to see when I was on tour. Mm. Yeah. Is, is your, is your, he, your oldest is 11, you said? My oldest is 11. Now, is he excited that he's got a younger brother? Or is he not feeling the fact that he's got uh, oh, he's a, a newborn hyped. in the house? He's super hype about it. Like, uh, my ex is already remarried, and they already have three kids. So he already has, like, two okay. you know, two mm. or three little brothers and sisters. But now he's got this brand-new baby with me. So that's he's pretty hyped, man. He loves it. Always excited to see his brothers. Always excited to talk about all the stuff he's doing with his sister. <laughs> that's really cool, man. What is it about having a one and a half year old that you forgot was like, what are the, what's the biggest thing you forgot about? Well, bro, this is the exact age that, you know, I started having troubles with my ex. I just got off tour with tech nine. Uh. I spent two months on a tour bus. So 60 days back to back. And I was completely gone. When we came back, it was just, I had missed so much. I was really young and I was just like, we had fought and broken up. And I'm like, man, I didn't get to see this little moment where the, the crawling to walking stayed. Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm going through it right now. And uh, it's new to me. And I'm like, why is it so new to me, man? Because I wasn't there for those few months. Mm. And, but I'm getting to relive it right now. And it's just excellent just watching your kid learn new things and achieve and learn how to talk and go back and forth. So these are the few months that I didn't get to spend full time with my 11-year-old. With my does, does he, he just, does he have does he take issue at all with any of that or yeah. are you guys good? 
Oh yo, we're good, man. I'm, 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 we're, I'm in his life now, and uh, he knows that daddy, you know, is always on the road, always touring. Uh, and I, I try to make it up to him by being there as much as I can. As long as I'm there for him, I'm really, really doing my job as a father, supporting and, and doing what I can. And he knows that his mom is happy now, and uh, his uh, his new dad is dope. I like uh, his stepfather. His, his some really cool Japanese dude. So he's getting this whole other culture. He's oh. nice to. Me. Um, what else can I ask for? You know what I mean? And uh, as I'm paying my child support and as long as I'm there with my kid and I'm seeing them every week, whether it's in person or on, on zoom, if I'm out of the country or somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the heartbreak with my older son. Mm. Yeah. So would, so would you say that did music have anything to do with, with the breakup? Was it, I, the, yeah, the absolutely. you know, just, you got, you got to be there somehow, you know what right. I mean? And, that time there wasn't none of this zoom or anything this is 10 years ago you know what i mean right. so it's like a different world back then but yeah it was music for sure because it was like every little you know every little bite that i would get bro I would jump on it oh immortal technique okay a month okay i gotta go babe i'm not gonna make that much but it's immortal technique right. and then boom, tech nine and then that was that, that was the one where it was like gone just hmm. wait long it was just 60 days and it was all over and i was like yo i'm learning this new art from one of the best live performers ever and i'm watching i'm sitting there taking notes bro like a student of the dopest live show and just learning everything from merch to 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 you know your fan base and how to cater to them and to how to look good on stage and how to breathe and i'm going through all this stuff and it was just mad exciting and mad like breathtaking and i was just falling in love with music all over again and that for sure uh helped lead to my like nope nothing's gonna me i'm focused and this is what i'm gonna do you know what i mean all right his tours will uh wreck <laughs> wreck some people yeah <laughs> we, we know are rigorous and, yeah yeah so you you do you mentioned tech yeah, real quick just if you don't mind giving uh i guess like a quick snapshot of your career up to now and kind of you know what your how you got started in music and and, and where you're at so we get a better idea of of oh, absolutely. On there. Um, fell in love with battle rap when I was in sixth grade in a city called Hawthorne, California. And uh, I, we, all the kids ran to this grass area. I ran too because I thought I was going to see a fight and it was two eighth graders just going at it. That's the moment where I fell in love with the art form of known as hip hop. But I fell in love with freestyle and improvising and battle rap right off the bat. Uh, then I would do all the Power 106 LA over the phone battles, the, the woe calls and uh, with the Baker boys. And then that turned into, you know, uh, a big boy show. And this is before I was, you know, while I was still in high school, I was just battling and battling and battling. Uh, fresh out of high school, I got this deal with Syntax Koch. Uh, that's when record labels still existed, <laughs> the, the Koch era. And uh, that was the end of the little golden era, but it was really, really dope. I got a three album deal and uh, that's where I made my most noise. And uh, from there, I just toured heavy uh, and uh, I reinvented myself as this character right here named Il Mascaras. And um, uh, the character is the son of the luchador Mil Mascaras. Mm-hmm. So story has it that, you know, uh, he's one of the legendary uh, luchadors. One of the f- top three or the most legendary three. So it's Blue Demon, Mil Mascaras, and this character named Santos. Now, Blue Demon has a junior and Santos has a son, Hijo de Santos. But Mil Mascaras never had a son to carry his name. So when I first learned how to, when I first challenged myself to rap in Spanish, 
which was only five and a half, six years ago. Mm. Um, it was to battle rap. And I'm like, yo, let me just do it with this crazy personality. And this is stuff that I learned on the road. And I, I created the story of uh, this character named Il Mascaras, who is the son of the legendary Mil Mascaras. Only he's not a luchador. He's a battle rapper. And his, his battles are in the ring of hip hop. And his, and, his, and his fights are, uh, are via you know, battle rap internationally and in Spanish. And he's trying to win his father's love. That's the little character I painted for this mask dude. And I never take my mask off. And I don't tell anybody that, you know, the name that I used to go with, or I, people, you know, who are hardcore hip hop fans might be like, yo, that's so-and-so. And, uh, but I just, I don't confirm it because uh, that's, that'll be officially unmasking yourself. Right. Mm. So I just keep the personality of Mil Mascaras with all the, with all the uh, stuff that I learned from my career up that's, until now. That's kind of dope. That's, that's kinda commitment. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, how many masks do you have? How many do you own? Bro, I, <laughs> I started using uh, uh, the Mil Mascaras masks and I would buy them, you know, from downtown LA and I would buy the ones that, you, you know, the cheap versions. And then I bought a doper one online. And then finally, when I blew up after my first couple of battles, I was like, yo, I need my own mask. So I would just rock the Mil Mascaras design, which is real different than this. It's got spikes and stuff and it has the M. And then I turn the M to this ill. Yeah. And then I would just start rocking the ill. Right. And we just, uh, you know, had to the side and I would just battle like that. And then finally, when I started blowing up, like I would get like luchadors coming to my shows. No, oh, like, you should have, you know, Manuel make your mask or you should have Tokyo make your mask. You know, these are the real OG. These guys do the mask for all the big luchadors. And so finally, I met a dope mask maker and who makes my mask custom. And now this is my design, which is like this Dia de los Muertos kind of patterns. And uh, I just think it's so freaking dope. And I would just add hair every once in a while or different colors, just wild it out, just real bright, just real crazy. So I have about a hundred of these dogs. Jesus. <laughs> I'm over. I, I, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it, but I got my, uh, my one and only uh, Nacho Libre mask. But but that joint is not popping. It's not the same kind of quality. <laughs> you believe in science? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies, man. Definitely. <laughs> So you met, you mentioned something about um, the kind of the story of Il Mascaras, right? Being the son of Mil Mascaras. Son of Mil. What is there any synergy or, or connection between how you were brought up, maybe your relationship with your dad, and and kind of that story? You know what? Not knowing my father, not having a relationship with my dad. You know, it just I just came. That's my dad. That he's he's fighting in the ring. He's a luchador. That's why he's not here. Mm. Maybe it's some low key you know, father issue stuff that came out and that's why I'm rocking this mask. That's some psychological stuff, Manny, that you're playing on me right now. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it could be. It could absolutely be uh, that, I, that that it ties in from something like that for, that for my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, No, I, I mean, I, I ask because we usually go down the path of like how you compare your parenting style to that of your parents. Yeah, yeah no, man. I had a crazy childhood. Don't, don't know who my father is. I think he was a mariachi that my mom slept with. And, uh, you know, so I remember telling that story. I was like, yo, I think he's a mariachi. And that could easily turn into, I think he was the mother freaking legendary Mil Mascara. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't there like a, that animated movie that's something like that? Oh, is there? That's yeah, the, that Disney movie or some shit. Yeah, it has a similar story like that. Now, did you oh, ever... Did, did you ever... Did you ever press your mom for more info or you just left it? I did, man. I did. I pressed. I got a name. I got a city, Guadalajara. 
uh, Mexico and uh, a mariachi in the early 80s. This, is that for real? Like, she really did say that? Yep. Oh, shit. I thought you were playing. I thought you were no, like... No, no, uh, <laughs> exactly. It's, it sounds like a freaking... Like yeah, like a, a joke. Yeah, like a joke, yes. Oh, shit. That's wild, man. Freak. Imagine. No, I don't know. I imagine he's a handsome guy, and he's out there just wondering if uh, that one-night stand ever turned out to be huh. something where, you know, his son has millions of views, and he's a battle rapper worldwide. And, and have you ever contemplated like trying to seek him out or yeah you should do a cool cool film about it doing like seeking him out yeah that would be a trip i have absolutely thought about it and uh thoughts like that djf and make you guys gonna make it come true right now on this show or (laughs) i don't know (laughs) we be speaking shit into existence sometimes so maybe (laughs) that would be sick man yeah you should battle rap your way through the city till you find him until I find him and then he's in the audience and he's like all proud and shit wearing the yeah. same mask too he copped the mask <laughs> and he's like <laughs> he made it he and is then a- once he meets he opens up for you he's, he does the, 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 the battle song and you come in <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a hell of a trip <laughs> yo cause you know it, it, it seems that like I, I don't know I mean I, I know enough folks that didn't necessarily know their dad or have their dad around when they were growing up and it's almost like if you you didn't really know what you were potentially missing out on. So there's uh, folks that I know, there's never really been that driving force to like, to, to make uh, the relationship stronger or seek out the dad. Cause you're just kind of, as a kid, you're like, ah, eh, this is what it is. And you keep it moving. Word. But I don't know if yeah. that was the same for you or not. Yeah. It, fe- it feels, it feels that way. You know, what it made me think was like, yo, no matter what, I'm going to be in my kids' lives. And I'm going to be there, you know, at least it gave me that much. Like, man, I'm not going to make that mistake, which I kind of did on my first son. Mm-hmm. And when, which, which, which is the irony, you know, of not really being there for this early years, but being there now, obviously, and for the past years. Uh, but, you know, man, just not living with my son, I guess, is the, the loss. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, but with my son right now, it's that, that's that connection that I was like, holy, my second boy, at least I got to see, you know, him at these at this age. Um, but yeah, I make that connection too, bro. Is what, is what is, what does your son think about the mascaras? Oh man, he loves the character. So he's, he sees me rock it. He sees me do these funny little skits with it. And, um, I'm, I'm, I think he's almost at that age where he's going to get his little mascaras junior math. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's already trying to rock the little one. I thought, you know, he doesn't want to leave it on his face for too long. Like when right. you go out, I give him that little mask. He's only 16 months. But uh, yeah, he he pulls he pulls my uh my freaking COVID mask off, and but he will start rocking his for a little bit, and then he'll take it off. And then uh, sometimes when wifey when we do skits and wifey wants to be in a skit, she'll throw on a luchador mask too, yeah, sexy star or one of the girl masks. And so my son just looks at us like, "Yo, is this life?" We're <laughs> he rocking mask now, so I think he's gonna see where he's like, "Yo, I want one too. I would love that little." You know, family shot. And my 11-year-old, uh, uh, five years ago, we did some skits, too, uh, in L.A. when he came out in a couple of them, too. And he got to rock his Rey Mysterio mask. Mm. So it is kind of like this passing the mask on thing, for sure. That's dope. You you have uh, you have some dope skits with your son. The one you shared with us um, not that long ago, where I think he's in a high chair. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're, like, in front of a computer. And then you turn around. You're, like, because... 
you made it seem like he called you. I don't know what it was. <laughs> he called me out. Yeah. Yo, yeah, we're, uh, that's a really dope skit. Uh, the skit is like, yo, I miss battle rapping. I miss touring. And so I'm like watching battles. I got nobody to talk to. Wifey's in the kitchen cooking and I just want to talk battle rap. And I'm just like watching this battle and I'm like, damn, reacting. And I look around and I look at my son. And at that perfect timing, my son goes, Berga. And I, <laughs> Berga? And he, so I'm like, it sounds like Berga, which <laughs> is like, what's up? You know, like, right. you know, it's like, oh, sh- Berga. And I, so I put in subtitles, Verga. And so I'm like, I reacted off that. I go, oh, well, let's do this then. <laughs> so I get up and I pace and I just start throwing bars at him. <laughs> reactions, And it turned into a really dope skit. That's funny. Because I think a lot of the videos I saw, maybe the most recent ones, but like consistently, you kind of make these, I don't know, I, I call it a music video ahead of these ciphers that then kind of go at, at the back end of it. And you got like... I mean, shit. These go on for a while. Um, yeah. And I, how did that? How did that come about? I, I mean, I know you've been doing ciphers and battles for a long time, but given the age we're living in right now, you took that shit to the web, and and them come they're coming out dope, right? So yeah. you're hitting a lot of different countries. How did that spawn? Yo, I, I exactly like you said. Like we're in this crazy times, so and we got to be quick now and start saying, okay, this is the way it is. Let's freaking do it this new way. And uh, I wanted to get some ciphers going. And so I found this cool little technique where we kind of just like, yo, here's the beat. Just bust it into your phone. Yo, yo, do I go record it at the studio? No, no, just bust it into your phone. And then I'll lay the beat over your vocals. Just turn the beat down wherever you're listening to on your laptop or whatever. And I'll, I'll make it match. And I tried it a few times and it worked out super fresh. So just contacted all my old touring homies or when I would go and, and battle in, in, another, in other countries, hit those dudes up and said, yo, just, you know, I need eight bars two four-bar verses, rock it to this beat, and they would all do it. And then when we put them together, they were just so perfect that the fans started catching on and other MCs from other countries were catching on. So we got Spain and Nicaragua and Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. And man, it's just fire. Yeah. And like, this is Batalla de los Gallos champions. This is These are dudes who, you know, you know sold millions touring the world and they all had time to make out a few bars for these cool little sh- so i'm like yo let me put a skit in front of all of them or do something funny where it's like it's like a little movie yeah and yeah. uh that's what they're calling them they call them you know uh cort- cortometrajes you know uh you know little min- little minis little shorts mm. like a short yeah. uh, and but they all connect and so i'm putting it out as 12 episodes and i'm connecting them all right now with subtitles and all in one thing so it's a good little 30, 45 minute short shoot. I might submit it for a little, you know, little Latin film Latin festival. <laughs> That's fire. Dope. Yes, sir. Hey, what about your, your oldest son and your wife? What's their relationship like? How? Um, it's, it's, it's dope. It's, uh, she spends as much time as she can with my older son. She, you know, uh, Every time they're together, they always, you know, they're in the kitchen cooking. So I think that's her language of love to him and his to her is the kitchen. So she gets really excited when when he's around because they, they're in the kitchen just dishing it up together. She found something to connect with him. And I think I think their their uh, their relationship is as strong as it can get for a, for a stepmother and a son. Mm. Uh, are you important too? Are you thinking of having more kids? Wifey wants some more kids. Classic Manny thinking. question. Yeah, Manny, bro. This guy wants everybody <laughs> to have mad kids, man. Listen, bro. Mad kids. 
The more no, good kids you have in the world, the better the world's gonna be, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> more carbon dioxide, less oxygen. Let's keep killing the forest. Let's do it. Have more kids. But she wants more. And if you, what about you? How you feel? Oh man, well, baby's going through the that almost terrible twos where he's being really whiny right now. And there's some moments where I'm like, man, can I have another? Yeah. Just like, you know, can I? This is wild. So there's moments where I totally do when he's being this little bright sunshine in my face and just smiling and being gorgeous. And there's some moments where I'm like, man, you know, where he's throwing that fit at a, at a restaurant. And I'm like, yo, we just ordered food and there, it's almost ready. And he's screaming and everybody's looking at us like, oh, man, oh, no, we're that family now. The family that we said, oh, never that. Never we're, sit by them. Just yeah. wear the masks and it all makes sense to everybody else around you. I have to put the Peppa Pig on my phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yo, you want Peppa Pig noise or do you want my sunscreen? The table next to me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I got to go through that. Uh, but, you know, I do. I would love some more babies, especially with, with my girl. She's she's dope. Mm. Yeah. You said <laughs> you, you, you reinvented yourself. So you were spitting in English before. Uh, yeah, my that- whole life. Man. I had no idea. And then you said you had to kind of figure out how to do it in Spanish. I'm assuming you spoke Spanish relatively well, but rapping yeah. in Spanish is kind of and different. English was your first language, I'm sure, too. For sure. Like, yeah, I was born in L.A. Like, you yeah. speak house Spanish to your to your mom. Right. But as soon as you go outside that door, you lose it. You lose it. Yeah. And then yeah, you, like I could speak hella good Spanish with my mom. I'll go out and talk and I sound like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. So they what, what do they call us? Like pochos is what they call us. You know, like oh man, that's that's how you're 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 so Americanized. You lost right. your Spanish. Apparently, right. is the thing. And so that's there's a slang for that. They treat you a certain way. You know, like out out in the states. You know, I'm Mexican, but in Mexico, you know, you're I'm American, American. You're Yankee. Yeah, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. They're like, no, you're not Mexican. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I've been Mexican my whole life. And to to my face, you're right. telling me I'm not like no for sure no you're American I'm like damn it's this crazy middle path and so my Spanish was so broken and I never cared to sharpen it and y'all y'all know that like growing up like the Spanish rappers weren't the flyest right, right. you know you hear it you'd be like ah oh, that's kind of corny or you know or whatever or or it was you know just something that did not I did not want to hear you know you I wanted to sound like you know Cypress Hill and Cycle right. Realm and cats you know cats like that. You know, that wasn't my, my stuff. But then I battled this dude in English here in, uh, here in LA and just smoked the cat. And homie was like, yo, you ever, you ever rap in Spanish? I go, Hold oh, on. No. You beat him down. And then he came back and was like, yo, you should try yeah. rapping in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. You should try battle rapping in Spanish. You know, we're starting this league called Velorio. Okay. Liga de Batallas. This will be the first league of, of Spanish battle rap in the States. And I was like, what? Like a Spanish battle rap? Yeah, like URL, King of the Dot, but in Spanish with those kind of rules. I'm like, that doesn't exist out here. Nope, this will be the first of its kind. It's huge in Mexico. And bro, I went on YouTube and I literally saw every single like Spanish battle rap from the Spanish leagues like spit. And uh, they just had barely this thing called Linea de Cicis just started. And it was the same setup as, you know, URL, King of the Dot, three rounds, acapella. And it was mesmerizing, but it was very technical. Nobody there was too funny. Nobody there was putting on a show. And I'm like, yo, I know exactly what to do and with this personality. And I literally created 
Il Mascaras so that I could join the Spanish league and battle in Spanish, maybe to hide my broken Spanishness, <laughs> right? My pocho accent, right? That you know that it was obviously Americanized, but like the fans in Mexico, like they, to them it was like, yo, that's how Mexicans in the states rap in Spanish. That's a, you know, Americanized accent. So they almost like respected it, mm. and they were almost like, yo, that's their own thing. They throw in English words and they super Spanglish it. You know what I mean? So it's like a, this whole new style, and now it's 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 a huge thing out here in the states, bro. Now there's like dozens of leagues. Of of that same setup, that same URL king of the dot setup, and it's uh, it's actually amazing. And now it's like the pocho style is a thing mm. where they're like, "Oh, who's your favorite pocho? Oh man, well, who's your favorite dude?" That's crazy. Yeah. So it's not a diss no more. Like that's a sign of respect. Yeah, like you made it, it a, like a style, like a flow. Exactly. That's it's Ill. totally its own thing. Are you speaking Spanish in the house around your around your son? Not as much as I should, bro, because it's like. To me, it's like it becomes work. Like I think in English and then I got to go, damn, I got to write in Spanish. Mm. And so the first thing on my mind isn't to speak Spanish. Um, my wife is Cree, so I'm trying to learn her native tongue, too. Uh, so that's pretty fresh. So I'm, I'm actually trying to speak to my to my son in Cree mm. and in English. And she's like, yo, bust out that Spanish. And so I'm a little guilty of not whipping that out enough. I'm like, man. I'm going to start stepping that up to more Spanish, more Spanish to my son. I just keep battle rapping him. I got to just communicate. In keep Spanish. stepping up to him. <laughs> I, I'm just barring out on him. I always, I always blame my mom about the Spanish stuff. Cause I'm like, yo, when you come over, you should be speaking in Spanish to them. Cause she hardly, she, now I know as old, as I'm older now, that she could speak English way better than I gave her credit for because she would like mask it, no pun intended. She would mask the shit for so many years. And then I see her talking to my kids and she's like in English all day. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck was that? Because you know what it is? Our parents are practicing their English. Right. We need them to help our kids learn Spanish. Right. But, but what's cool though is so like, I've got a I've got a 13 year old daughter, a seven year old son, and a four year old daughter. Whoa. Uh, we we speak English, my wife and I. We're both Latinos, but we speak English primarily in uh, around everywhere. But my kids, the English, the Spanish that we speak, they catch it with with you know loved ones or whatever, and they put that shit together. And when they're in, doing their class, and all all of a sudden you start hearing them speak. They're kicking Spanish and they sound authentic, which I'm like, holy shit, how did that happen? Because I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, we fucked up. Like, we missed the boat. <laughs> These kids are nah, going to be They catch it more than you gringo. think they do. Like, easier than yeah. we think. Because my daughter, she understands. We'll talk to her in Spanish and she gets it. Yeah. And we're not actively teaching her Spanish. Right. Yeah, so, they'll, so they'll, I, they'll understand. I say all that to say there's mad hope. <laughs> there's mad hope. So it's not too late. Just keep doing nah. it. I think yeah. I think your brain triggers anyways when somebody flips a language on you, so you got to pay attention a different way, and yeah, that's probably right. how they pick it up. That's actually a good point. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Dang, y'all, we got to start stepping up our Spanish with the kids. <laughs> I mean, to. you stepped it up for the bars. <laughs> just, just add another level to it. Let's go. Right? <laughs> are Are you spitting at all in English, or you just gave up on English and you focus oh, all, entirely? No, totally. I still, I still have a cool little fly career. In English, I'm still making it happen. 
I'm still going for it. It's just, uh, you know, this is a lot of fun, this little mask thing. And it's like, uh, I, I should have thought of that out the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so how impromptu is your, is your rap game right now? I think I'm pretty sharp. Let's go. Let's hear it. What do you want me to rap about? I don't, E, I don't know. Teach your kid Spanish. <laughs> yeah, teaching, teaching <laughs> your kid Spanish in Spanish, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Teaching your kid Spanish in English. Teaching your kid Spanish. Um, but I'm not, I'm not can't freestyle in Spanish. That's all written. Whatever, uh, whatever's easier for whatever you. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Oh, man. Freestyling on the microphone, never no yes men. Chilling with the X-Men, with DJ FM. On fatherhood's back with Manny, he's so digital. Never go ahead and double dribble with this miracle. Mascaras, I to the triple L. I mean double L. I mean what the hell? Freestyling off the top, it's underground hip-hop. Where the Lucha Libra when I go and rapping non-stop. Hey. <laughs> I think someone might know who's going to make some noise at me. Like that. What's that? What'd you say, K? Manny needs to make some noise on the... I did, I did. You didn't hear it? Nah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought I was just clapping. Nah, I didn't hear it. There we go. There we hey. go. <laughs> so, so, K, what, um, yep. you said you had something for us? Yeah, I just wanted to... Um, so, yesterday, Stick from Dead Prez, you know, we talked about... I mean, he's been on the show before, and we've talked about how i guess as far as his social posts go how like uplifting we yeah. found them right so he posted something yesterday that that we were posted on the fatherhood's ig about um mindful parenting and he so you guys familiar with mindfulness at all have we talked about that you might have to go through it because i think yeah, i know what we're talking again. about but i might be i got off. bacardi brain all right so essentially think of it as i mean they call it mindfulness meditation but in a nutshell it's it's more so being aware of being in the moment and being present and kind of monitoring you know what's going through your mind and just and being at ease and, and just being in the moment is a good way to describe it so he dropped um a good post about mindful parenting and um just gave six mindful fathering tips and so his six tips are one was curiosity and i I just want to talk about them as we go through them i'm sure we'll probably all agree on them but i don't know if it'll make you think or not but curiosity so bringing curiosity into our relationships with our kids seeing them for who they are, much like Nori suggested the other last week. Mm-hmm. Um, non-judging, try to be open to what your children are sharing with you. Like we tend to be, we tend to say something's either good or bad. And when we put that judgment on our kids, it, it affects them um, and kind of limits the perception. Like there can only be these two ways of being good or being bad acceptance keeping an open mind and supporting our kids um, even as they as we experience challenges and struggles with the relationship Um, we don't always need to fix things letting go letting go of expectations uh, that might get in the way of a positive relationship with our kids having patience um, you know choose to be patient with our kids instead of rushing through life and trying to get to the next spot so again going back to being in the moment and then being agenda free so again 
being present with our kids without an agenda and that we don't always need a schedule of events and just hanging out and spending time um, can just be rewarding enough. So those were his six tips of mindful fathering. And I uh, just want to kick that around with you guys. See if are these things that, that we all are doing right now, or are there things that we're lacking that, that we, we read this and say, all right, maybe we should try more of I mean, I'm this. sure lacking is probably <laughs> the general this consensus. Is the thing, man. You, 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 you know, that's dope. And I agree with everything that is being said there. But man, it's easy to feel like a terrible parent when you can't, you know, when you feel like, damn, I can't do all of it. Like, I'm not doing all that stuff or I haven't done all that stuff or, you know, I'm going to. And then you say, I'm going to apply it. And then you mindfully forget to apply it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then it makes you feel like you're fucking your kid up. Like, you know, you're doing such a terrible job. So I think, I think it's good to say that all these things should be, should be thought about and, and tried to be applied, but. It's okay, you know, we're all human if we can't apply them all or consistently. Manny, I saw you shaking your head, especially on the uh, the, the non-judging, the good or bad stuff. I'm, so I'm assuming that's something you feel guilty about. All the time. Uh, but what's interesting is even before I co- related it to like mindfulness, it was something that I've been working on because I'm like, to the to the point that you just read, it's like, yo, if I tell them, yo, that's whack, or like like music, right? My kids listen to completely different music than I do. And early, I was like, yo, that's just garbage. Can you turn that shit off? Yo, you should listen to this. And then I'm, I'm always really trying not to be what the per- previous generation was to us, right? Because everybody was shitting all over hip-hop and all that stuff. And I'm like, but they didn't get it. So I'm trying to... And now it's like normal for me. Like I don't criticize their music. They ask me to listen. I listen. The other thing too is like when they speak, I'm always quick to dismiss what they're saying and get a quick resolution or try to provide a quick end to that conversation because I got to go and do something else. And that's another thing that I've just stopped. Like I don't give a fuck what. It could be the goofiest thing they want to talk about. I just stop what I'm doing and I focus entirely on that goofball situation. I goof with them, let them get it out. And then I'm like, yo, you good? All right. And then I move on. But that's taken me, I I have to say in the last, I mean, since COVID is probably when I've been able to really be mindful of those things that I'm doing and try to, you know, correct some of those mistakes. Wow. What what about you, L? Man, no, I'm Listen, that I kind of, I kind of agree with what he's saying. It's hard though, right? Like, it's hard to not put any like limitations or anything, or it's hard to not to compare. Like when you, like my son is sixteen, no, fifteen months, and he's not walking yet. And so when you're, oh well, Tammy's daughter was walking at one, right? And well, you know, this kid is, you know, or even the teeth. We were, we were like, kids who were close to his age were getting their teeth. And he, you know, wasn't getting his teeth yet. And then boom, he gets his teeth. And then boom. Some people are saying, yo, when he, he walks, when he walks, yeah. you know, when he wants to walk is when he wants to, but I feel myself going, come on, little boy, you could do this walk right now. You just, cause he's standing and he's letting go, but he doesn't want to take those steps yet. So yeah, I got to be able to not put, you know, let him do his own thing. Let him go. Um, pay attention. I could tell like, he's not talking yet. But when he wants my intention, just like you said, Manny, I'm like, okay, what is it? What are you trying to tell me? Try to figure him out, you know, so that he could still kind of speak to me. 
without having to, uh, you know, cry or whine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then my, my 11 year old right now, he's just, it's, I've never been into video games. You know, I stopped after super Mario brothers, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I kind of got into the mortal combats and whatever, like the arcades, but I never was like this huge gamer. And my kid is, that's his language. And so I had to buy the Nintendo switch and I had to buy Splatoon so that I could play with my son. And I learned it and I'm kind of proud of myself because it doesn't interest me. Video games don't interest me, but he loves it. So I figured, you know, instead of like, yo, play less video games, you know, how about I just get involved in something that my kid is super into and just kind of meet him there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. That's about a you, good Kay? Way to... what, what, stru- what struck you the most, Kay? Um, I think just going back to... I guess being being in the moment with your kids, because I I mean going to, it's kind of a mirror of what you said, Manny. Just in terms of, especially now with COVID, and so my son is doing school at home, and I'm working from home, and so typically, um, you know, he gets he gets these different, you know, a one minute break or a seven minute break or whatever these breaks are um, that he that he gets from his zoom classes and like clockwork, he'll come into my room when I'm working and he likes to play this thing called the punching game with me where, you know, we start punching each other pretty hard. And I realized that like he, you know, he just, he likes that rough play, right? He just wants to, you know, tussle and shit. Yeah. And so he comes in every time on the, and I, you know, I could be on the phone starting to get on or do something. All of a sudden I get a punch. I can imagine. (laughs) in a meeting and it's a pop. (laughs) And, um, and then sometimes I'll just be in the middle of doing something and, you know, he'll try going at it. I'm like, nah, you know, go, go do something else right now. But, you know, he could have, he could choose to do anything during those breaks, but he's choosing to come, see me and he's choosing to come connect with me on this game that that he likes to play with me and it's a a reminder for me of like you know what it's only a minute break or it's seven minutes or something let me you know let me put aside what i'm doing and let me engage with him um because i know it's important to him and i know that that's gonna be something that pays off in the end and also like that time, this time that he's doing this, I don't have that forever. Right. You know, this is, these are all fleeting moments. It's like this. So I, I, I got to remind myself again of like being in the moment of like, I got to remind myself that this is, you know, what's going on right now is going on right now. And and got to make the most out of it and not be wrapped up and like, Oh, I got to, you know, get on this call or send this email. I mean, obviously you got to do what you got to do for, for work and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, um, just, you know, striking a balance of making sure you're present with what's going on. Yeah, my, so right. my daughter, right before we started the episode, she was here. You got, you know, ill. You didn't see her, but she was saying hi to the guys. And what she told me before she left was, I want you to play with me. And I was like, can I play with you after the episode? And she's like, all right, but you got to pay me. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck? she's four bro so i go go i'll play i'll play with you in a little while but but she does that i mean she genuinely wants to play with me but she tends to do it when i'm about to get into something because i could be doing every anything else 
and she she doesn't care about my attention. Like I'll come to her, I'll give her hugs, or whatever, and she'd be like, "Yo, get away from me." And then when I'm not doing that, she's like, you know, she's looking for me. So it's like she plays that cat and mouse game with me because she knows it annoys me. So she knows she's got that power over me. And then when it's time to work, she's like, all right, I'm going to go get this motherfucker right now because it's time to play. <laughs> but, you know, again, like when if I'm not do, if, if there's really nothing that can stop me from spending 10, 15 minutes playing dolls with her or whatever she wants to do, because at the end of the day, that's enough for her. And then I'll go and do my thing. And those 10 minutes are not going to change anything that I got going on. You know what? Also, like being in the moment for us as parents is one thing. But I also believe conveying and trying to teach our kids about being in the moment as well. Like it struck me when I was um, and I've never been a big sports fan or you know, paid attention much to sports. My son is into basketball big time now. So now, like much like you with getting into video game stuff like all right i'm getting into basketball i'm gonna watch the games with them and we're gonna start talking about basketball and you know that's a that's a connection point for us all and um so we started we watched the uh the last dance the jordan documentary came on netflix finally so we we watched that and watching that like i always knew michael jordan you know you hear he's a great player but if you never really paid much attention to it you wouldn't really realize kind of how great he is and there was one scene in particular where you could just see that he's totally in the moment and you know he's focused on winning the game and getting whatever needs to get done at that moment he was at a press conference and they kept asking him like so what are you going to do you know what are you going to do after after this or what are you going to do next and you know he's like hey i'm not thinking about that i'm thinking about what i'm doing right now and and so that was like a conversation that we had with my son. Cause he's like, I want to be an NBA player and everything. And we were like, all right, well look at what Michael Jordan is doing. Look how focused he is on, you know, what he's doing right now and, 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 and how kind of in the moment and zoned out into what, what he's into and, you know, think about doing that because sometimes he'll hit us with, so what are we, you know, it's the middle of the day today. And then he'll say, so what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. he's like skipping, we still, he's haven't, we still haven't finished today. Right. So, uh, so it goes back to like, you know, it's a reminder of like, Hey, remember that Jordan documentary watch? You just asked me this question about what we're doing tomorrow. What was Michael Jordan doing when he was playing those finals? Was he worried about what he's doing tomorrow? Or is he right. focused on right now? And you know, and that struck with him like, Oh yeah, I guess I better chill on that for a little bit. <laughs> In the moment, yeah. Right now, yo. So, Mascaras, what what's hip hop looking like for you right now? I mean, we talked about Zoom and what you you got going on there. Are you are you doing any shows out there? Because I know in some places they are opening things up and whatnot. Right. Um. They're just starting to try to do the 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 Spanish battle raps again. They've been doing it online, which I haven't accepted. They've been hitting me up to do these online uh, battles, and uh, man, I just. I'm I'm used to the big Linea Dieciséis crowds in Mexico City. You know what I mean? Yeah. Five thousand, six thousand people, and I just don't want to miss an opportunity and uh and miss that chance by doing it online. So I'm turning down the online battles right now. But they're finally saying that they uh that they're gonna have a, a live event uh in Mexico City uh, in January and in March. So I might accept those. 
uh, and fly out to Mexico. If it, if it's looking good, if it's looking still whack, or I don't know how you guys feel or how it is in, in your towns, but uh, it, it looks like some parts of Mexico are, are looking, are looking like they're going to open up or get, you know, slightly back to normal. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. So yeah. Getting back into it, man. And I always wonder, cause I mean, in this industry, you gotta, you gotta, a lot of times performing is where you make your money. Right. And so Absolutely. How, how do you, how do you, what do you, how do you figure it out through all I'm, this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step up my merch game. I'm going to step up, uh, you know, these, I like making the the ciphers and the skits. Yeah, the content is. Yeah. Just That's get the important. content up there and still give them like, oh man, he's more than a battle rapper. You know, he's putting on a show. Oh, he's fool's an actor. You know, you know this guy's. You know, he's putting it in like that. So just, you know, still give them quality stuff, and but just in a different format. And uh, I'll still try to put out music. I just don't want to be putting out music like everybody else and just add. You know, work real hard on something that you know it's gonna only be hot for a little bit. At least with this, I can combine them all, and it's a little mini movie. So uh, that's what I'm working on right now, and uh, just putting out little seasons of these ciphers and these little shorts where I can uh, crack them up. And, get and you my say you're stuff. you're still doing the the English stuff as well, right? Yes. So so you're doing both things at the same time. Yes, and it's really really difficult, but I'm doing both for sure. I'm very active still in English. I just flew back from uh from Winnipeg, and uh and we and we recorded something there, uh so that was really fresh out in Canada. How do you how so, do you keep the two personalities separate? Yeah, I was about to say, and you got to hide that he's Ilmascas. <laughs> man, I I almost slipped five times when I was freestyling. I almost <laughs> threw my room. Forget about it. Because uh, my crutch is saying my name, you know, when you freestyle, yo, when blank, and I hopped in the mic, I'm like, oh, dude, I can't do it with uh, with the mascot, right? Um, but no, absolutely, man, it's hard to keep uh, keep the two apart and keep the personality up. But in Spanish, it's dope because they don't ask about my career in English. You know, only some fans would be like, hey, you know, I got, <laughs> I can track. Oh man, that was great when you did this, or that's great when you did this track with so and so. Yeah, the <laughs> English you should just be a you're you should be the biggest fan of El Mascaras, the English. <laughs> yeah. not even fo- I'm not even following myself. <laughs> <laughs> you should I'm just not- be putting comments and be like, "Yo, can I meet you? Yo, <laughs> yo, it'd be so dope." And then be like, "That time that I met you at the meet and greet was great. Thanks or for the picture." Then you should doctor a picture of you two. Or, or to actually flip yo, it, just yeah. start dis- dissing yourself and just start some. You beef. gotta be like like Humpty, <laughs> like Shock G and Humpty. How you did yeah. it. People were confused. You got it right there, bro. It's that creating that persona, man, that shock G and Humpty. That's hilarious. But I like the idea you had, Kay. Just start dissing myself. Like, <laughs> oh, then that really isn't him. Because he's over here throwing a diss track. Yeah, right? you troll him. Be like, yo, Spanish rap is whack, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I've always felt this way. <laughs> oh, then you get canceled. Me. The English you gets canceled cultured. And <laughs> the Spanish you gets right. uplifted. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny bro no I, sometimes i just want to go yo hey everybody i've been working on something for five years i'm really proud of it and this is it right here and i can't do that that's well, it's so crazy that's why i mean but that's a rule that you put on to yourself well it's like a luchador rule yeah where, you right know, mm-hmm. a mask mm-hmm. means, means you've lost oh, okay you know what i mean like or take somebody you know you have to yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah it's like you you lose the personality you lose that character and it's like symbolic especially like in mexico like you do that they don't take that as a good thing they take that as like oh it's the end right you know 
Yeah, so you, I mean, I can't. Like some, su- some superhero shit for sure. Superhero, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Love to. I mean, after this, you know, we can talk about it off the air, I guess. Uh, well, I, the good thing is we could have the other you on this. On the <laughs> <podcast. Yeah. laughs> Two for one episode. Yeah, that's, that's fine. But you, you gotta, you gotta come with another accent or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. I gotta create a whole new accent. I shouldn't have used my real voice right now. <laughs> Yo, but the burning question I have is. Where don't burn, the, Manny. Don't burn. What? There's doctors for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> yeah. Where where do where do we order the Il Mascaras Mascaras? Oh, dope, man. Um, I I'm not I'm not that big yet where they're selling my mascara yet, but dope in uh in Mexico City outside of the luchador spots where they sell like the 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 underground the the street versions of the yeah. masks and stuff. I've seen my mask. Oh word. That's yeah, dope. for sure. And I and That's I wasn't cool. even upset. I was like, "Yo, this is amazing. Can I buy it?" And I got the hat, and it's me, and I have a joint hanging out of my mouth. Oh shit! And it looks dope as shit. It's super dope. And I even was like, "Yo, I'll pay," because he makes these little stuffed luchadors too. Like he'll 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 make little cheap versions, like but they're stuffed and they're yeah. like the artwork is quality, but the material is just like a like a pillow. Right. Right. But, it's probably like, bro, I'll buy a hundred of these if you could whip them up. And he's like, I'm, I'm this guy. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's crazy. I'll show you some images of that. That's really Ooh, wild. That's dope. But I need to get the mascara's mask for sale. But it's like when you buy them like handmade like this. Yeah, no, that's too, like, that's too official. That's too official. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get like a cheap version of it. Yeah, you got to get the fucking uh, Nacho Libre joint that I got. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a fucking saran wrap on your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like three holes or get the, the plastic car. joint with the yeah. fucking the, the little rubber band joint, just for you know the cheap oh, yeah. to have. When we were kids, trick or treating one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shit that would cut your face because that shit was sharp as fuck on the edge. Yeah, <laughs> just your lips all wet the whole night. <laughs> yo, ill man. Yo, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. It was fun, man. Thank you so much. You guys are the masters. Appreciate you, man. And it's it's an honor being here, Kay, DJF, and Manny. You guys are amazing, dope fathers, and uh, let's let's do this. Let's teach our kids more Spanish. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> there it is. All right, brother, be safe. More kids, remember. Yeah, all <laughs> day, all day. <laughs> Peace, bro. Peace, y'all. Thank you, man. Dopeness. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. 